1: plushcare.com slash weight loss Now, at least one member of the DUP, Councillor George Dorian, is calling on the organisers of Fela to ensure that pro ira chanting doesn't happen at a Wolf Tones concert. They're going to play a gig on, in Falls Park on August the 11th, right in the throw of the Fela and Fobel, which is one of the most successful festivals uh, anywhere in any city. But how can you do it? How can you do it? Is it possible to have the tones and not have the chanting? Uh, let me speak to Nelson McCosland, very much a, a commentator now as opposed to a politician, but um, we know that Nelson's very much from a unionist uh, background. Morning, Nelson. Good morning, Frank. Uh, Do you have an understanding of why the Wolf Tones would be coming regularly to West Belfast during Fela?
2: Well, I think we need to remember that the uh, festival began back, I think, in 1988. Last year was the 30th year, this year 31st. And it came in the wake of the IRA murder of two British soldiers in West Belfast uh, at that point Gerry Adams was looking at ways in which they might enhance the image of West Belfast and out of that emerged the West Belfast Festival which is now uh, referred to as um, and Fobel. And, and running throughout those years there has been a very strong nationalist and um, Republican ethos to the festival. Now it has broadened out over the years. And so last year they had Ollie Moore's as one of the acts there on one occasion. Uh, This year I think it's Boyzone who are coming as um, a popular act. So they they have drawn in uh, the Ulster Orchestra on occasions to concerts in Clonard. They have diversified in various ways. But they've got to the point where it's trying to ride two horses. It remains very much and a festival that is rooted, it says it's a community festival, in the community of West Belfast. So it has very much that strong nationalist ethos, and yet alongside that trying to diversify, and I think there's a point that has been reached now, in it was reached some years ago, where they really have to make a choice as to which direction uh, they're going. You can't ride the two horses. Um, if you're being funded by Tourism Northern Ireland, for example, um, to uh, organise the festival, if you're being funded by the Arts Council and so on, then it has to be broader. And I think that those more toxic elements within it need to be addressed. Um, the, 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 the final night of the festival is the, the Rebel Night, and that's where the Wolf Tones perform. And not just the Wolf Tones, there's a program Um of um, groups that come along on that night last year. I haven't seen the the full list for this year, but last year it also had should be Mm. The Rising of the Moon and Gary Oak, all of whom are well-known as performers of rebel music. And that's the context in which you get the go on home British soldiers, go on home, which is one of the uh, most popular of the Wolf Tone songs. And that's when the crowd chants, who are up the ra. it's It's part of what they've been. It remains part of what they are, but I think it needs to be addressed.
1: However, you describe it, and it, I'm absolutely with you with regards to the timing and development of the festival, but it technically grew from having to address the issue of internment, having to have some form of diversionary Activity for young people who were rioting, who were burning vehicles, who were off the leash in August. And unbridled praise has to go to the people who developed that particular festival to be the iconic one that it is at the moment. It's very difficult to airbrush where it came from. It it, it, it comes from a Republican tradition. And to have a, a rebel night or a Republican night within it is hardly surprising, considering that public money doesn't only go into the West Belfast Festival. Similar amounts of public money will go into the 11th of July celebrations at Woodvale, the 11th of July diversionary uh, events around around the bonfires. It, it, it's all public money that's been spent in an area that has a demand either for bonfires or a demand for some rebel music.
2: Um. Certainly there are events that are funded in unionist communities uh, and events that are funded in nationalist communities, just there are cross-community events as well. But I think one of the key things here is the issue of the extent of the public funding and the way in which the the real growth in the festival came some years ago, in fact um, maybe 15, 20 years ago. There was a point in the 90s at which it really expanded and moved up to a new level, and that was the result of very, very uh, large amounts of public money being put in. This was back in the days of direct rule, and it was very much politically driven by the North Ireland office at that time uh, in order to um, cultivate favour within the the, uh, Republican nationalist community. Um, I think that there is... um, certainly an issue here about equality. There's an issue here about good relations as well. I don't think any uh, public money should be supporting an event that has um, a song like Go On Home British Soldiers and so on, uh, and people singing, I don't think that's the sort of thing that fits in with the good relations obligations. Yeah, that lie I rely on the funders of
1: festivals. Okay, I, I do want to talk about that song choice that the Wolf Tones will include in their their menu, and I'd like to hear from people who'd be listening to the program. And you've made two references to two songs that really do link into or to two either chants or songs that link into what we traditionally would traditionally would be called the modern day troubles. Uh, as for other songs that they sing, they, they clearly sing songs about the rising and, and 1916 and, the, and the, the Civil War. And they sing songs about the history of Ireland. They sing songs about the black and tans. I, I'm going to use a couple of short examples on the programme this morning. And here, here is an example of a song that the Wolf Tones will sing that many people may misunderstand. They may, they may listen to this and think this is about to use the term uh, that you've used and that the, the tones use, and the people who are uh, chanting along with them use. people think this is a song about the Ra. It, it, it isn't and I, I want to, I just want to play just just a clip of it um, from an editorial perspective so as people will understand what we are talking about. Have a, have a, a listen to this it's based in 1916
2: In
0: 1916 The forces are take the r white
1: We could play that song in its entirety, but we won't. Uh, The Black and Tans, singing against the Black and Tans, there'll be many people in the crowd who think, well, that's historically accurate, and that's a fine song to to sing along with.
2: I think context is is everything in in this area, and we need to remember that uh, the uh, current versions of the IRA... Um, and the Provisional IRA in particular saw themselves as uh, very much the um, preservers of the, the great Republican truth, the um, keepers of the Republican flame. They saw themselves as the continuity uh, reaching back to the 1916 IRA and uh, the the 1920s and the War of Independence and Civil War and so on. So there's a continuity issue there. They see themselves as part of the same tradition. And I think that that is something very special and in many ways unique uh, about the IRA. So that is how people in republicanism view it. They see it as all part of the same narrative. And whilst you might be singing about the IRA of 1916 or 20 or 21 or 22, or the IRA of the 30s or 40s or 50s, it's all part of the same tradition. It's also worth, I think, remembering how uh, in the 60s, the the rise of um, the popularity of rebel music, and in many ways, the Wolf Tones are the, uh, they're sometimes referred to as the grandfathers of rebel music, Um, that has played a part. I think, in keeping alive uh, and sustaining and uh, advancing and bringing new popularizing and radicalizing. It's had an important role um, within republicanism. In fact, that's been the subject of uh, academic study, to look at the role of rebel music within uh, republicanism. You're now into a new generation because the, the Wolf Tones are well on in years now. Um, and, and there's a new generation where it's even sharper and more aggressive. And some of the music that you hear performed on, on YouTube clips um, from uh, venues in West Belfast, some of the songs that are being sung they are really quite horrific. Um, you know, songs that they're they're, they're a thing about the actual murder of um, British soldiers, the actual events. So the the uh, the massacre of British soldiers there at Narrow Water. Where British soldiers were blown apart by the IRA, that's become the subject of a song or My Little Armalite. So you're into that area of the very, very nasty, and uh, particularly toxic material. I think that And, and a do you think some of those
1: songs do you think some of those songs will be included on Rebel Night, if not by the Wolf Tones by by by, by other groups that are there?
2: Well, the Wolf Tones concert there with the other groups at um um the um, event in in Falls Park, is only part of the program. And just by the way on that, the the, the partner for that um, is actually the Felons Club, uh, from what I can see on the the website. So the Felons Club uh, partners for Rebel Night. The Felons Club is... A a club of members who served prison sentences or were were Republican internees. So Republican prisoners, Republican internees, the Fellows Club tied up with that. That sets the context for it. Uh, But there there is a much broader. This is only the focus here is on the very visible um, element in terms of the Wolf Tones in Falls Park. There are also events in the Fellows Club um, year after year. Um, there was um, uh, another venue that was used in the past I haven't seen the full programme for this year but um, the the, um, Rock Bar is one of their um, partners and the Rock Bar is very much a a bastion, a citadel uh, of um, Republican rebel music where um, there are rebel nights and rebel Sundays in particular that they organise. So it's something that runs through courses through the veins of the festival. This is just one expression, manifestation of it.
1: But well, there seems to be a demand for it and we can trace it back to where the the festival grew grew from. Wh- wh- which, is, which is the most difficult for the public to take as they stand back and listen in or look in? The sound of the IRA being glorified on loudspeakers across part of our city with publicly funded money or the burning of effigies and the burning of political posters or religious statues on bonfires that have been funded by public money?
2: Well, I I think that the point would be that public money in the case of the um, bonfire programs, has usually had conditions attached to it. Um, The the money has generally gone to the the community events around the the bonfire rather than the bonfire itself. Uh, And in cases, uh, the money has been withheld by various councils because of um, breaches of conditions. What troubles me about the Westworld Fast Festival is that uh, vast sums of money, we're talking here of millions of pounds, um, I think last year or the year before, um, Granti had amounted to uh, some reason maybe eight hundred, nine hundred thousand pounds £900,000. So you're not far short of a million pounds of um, public money going in uh, and it's got a turnover which probably um, is reaching up towards the £2 million mark. mark. Um, I'm not sure of the exact figures but um, that they were running at one stage their deficit in their reserves of half a million so if you add that figure onto the figure for the grant aid we're talking about um, sizable amounts of money, there's the Arts Council awarded for the £116,000 last year. So £65,000 last year from Tourism NI, £116,000 from the Arts Council. This is at a time when uh, other organisations are having uh, take significant hits because of uh, budgetary pressures. So large amounts of money going in, um, but no attempt ever to claw it back or set conditions. And that's what I think should be happening, is that conditions should be set. And if those are breached, then, indeed, uh, grant aid should be withheld. And the conditions probably are there already in some vague sense, but without the potential to claw back. There's no claw back clause in, con- in the uh, contract. Uh, I spoke to Tourism NI several years ago about this and suggested that there should be uh, a mechanism to claw back money. Um, and I was told that they would look at that, but I don't know if anything has ever happened. Um, But I think there should be some mechanism for clawing back money in cases where it's clearly such a breach of um, any commitment at all to um, good relations.
1: But is there a, a call at all coming from you to stop the rate the ratepayers' money going in the, the money that comes from city council that goes towards events like the the, the festival if they're running a, a rebel night if they're running a republican night if they're running a night that would be offensive to some ratepayers are you are you calling on nights like that to be stood down and likewise and you you haven't really addressed the issue of public money going into the bonfires that equally show hatred and equally offend people from a distance because there's an attack on, on say, the Catholic faith or nationalist politicians and so on and, and so forth, or, or, or the national flag. Are, are, you, are, are you calling on, a, a, on the public bodies like the council to look at where the ratepayers' money is going per se in relation to those two events?
2: Um, there are instances of money being withheld from bonfires because of inappropriate behaviour. There's no record of money ever being withheld from Fabian Fable because of um, clearly very offensive material. And um, so there is a disparity there. Um, what I would like to see, first of all, and, and
1: are is, you, but Nelson, are you on? Are you on record as being as loudly critical of? the offensive nature of the bonfires?
2: If there's material that is offensive, it shouldn't be happening. If there's material that is a, a breach of um, the uh, good relations commitments, then then it needs to be addressed. What I would suggest here is that, um, in fact, there should be a look at the whole gamut of cultural, I use the word culture in a very specific sense here, um, the sort of funding that's going in, that general area of cultural funding needs to at to see, does it indeed uh, work? Is it fit for a purpose? Is it fair? Is it balanced? Is it transparent? It's very, very difficult, particularly with, with Ophelia, um, to, to understand, I think, where they, or how the um, funding is operated, because when I questioned some years ago, um, one of the funders about this, they said, well, we fund that part of the festival, but we don't fund that part. And we fund this bit, but no, no, we don't fund that. Uh, and how money operates and how you uh, determine what who is funding what and what is funding what, um, it, it is very, very difficult. I think we need to have a look at how um, money is going in. Is it fair? Is it appropriate? Is it right for the 21st century? Um, and, and the big recipient... Uh, and the one that will um, be obviously the one that they, uh, require considerable scrutiny would be financial because it is by far the largest recipient. There is money going in there. BBC Children in Need funds part of their uh, programme. They have a programme elsewhere in the year for children as well. So it may be that they fund part of that. Community Relations Council, the Executive Office, the European Union, Policing Community Safety Partnership, Forest and Gallica. Those were some of the funders that were named uh, last year by them, as well as the main funders, which are the Arts Council, Tourism NI, and the City Council. Okay. When you're into that area of huge amounts of money, then I think some sort of um, transparency would be right and appropriate.
1: Okay, Nelson McCaus, I really appreciate your time this morning, thank you. I'm going to speak to Kevin Gamble, who's the Principal Organiser of Failure and Fobel, and maybe he'll answer some of those questions in relation to the amounts of money they receive and why they run a night that seems to offend a significant number of ratepayers. We'll find out about that in just a moment.
2: You find this is Jack. I'm- Ready to pop the question?
0: bouncing baby boy and he's six months old. His parents never thought they'd be able to have him. And he's just one of the babies we've been able to help bring into the world. Belfast Fertility is there for people who dream of having a baby. The medical professionals at our independent fertility clinic have helped start hundreds of families. If you're looking clear advice about your fertility options, then book a confidential appointment with our team of specialist consultants today at BelfastFertility.com the Nora Bradley Half-Price
1: Sale is now on. That's half-price on major international ladies' fashion brands like Eugene Klein, Rabie, Just White, Frank Lynham, and more. And you know what half-price clothes fashion means, ladies. You can afford twice as much. The half-price sale. Now on at Nora Bradley in the heart of Belfast. The Warden's Summer Sale is now on. Great discounts in all departments. Wardens High Street Newtonards. Inspiration for every home and garden cocktails in Bel by the river. C'est magnifique. Bonjour, je suis Jean-Christophe Novelli and my fantastic restaurant Novelli's at City Keys is the perfect place to have a great time with your friends. Enjoying cocktails, tapas with a unique spectacular views on the titanic Belfast. And of course, don't miss out my delicious seasonal menu with the only very best local produce with my own special twist. Find out more at novellirestaurants.co.uk. Bon appétit. A bientôt. Here's an announcement for those people Prone to missing things. Missing the season finale, missing the bus, missing last orders, and missing the point. Don't miss the massive summer DB tiles and bathroom sale. The massive summer DB tiles and bathroom sale means special discounts on brand new ranges throughout the store. High quality tiles and bathrooms at unmissably exciting prices. Got it? Visit DB tiles and bathrooms in Moira and Armagh showrooms now.
0: Before you... Uh, well, miss it.
2: There's a long list of important things to experience when buying a Mazda: the beautiful exterior lines, the exquisite premium interior, the pedigree of a Le Mans winner, the renowned build quality, the legendary driving enjoyment, fantastic finance packages. Enjoy the full Mazda range from Mazda 2 to Mazda CX5 and the all-new Mazda 3 at Bally Robert Ballyrobert Bally Robert Mollusque, for all your Mazda needs: sales, service, and parts. Check out BallyRobertMazda.co.uk. Bally Robert, a family business. Business for over 60 years. When the sun comes out, do your glasses come
1: off? Maybe you need an extra pair of prescription sunglasses to prepare for the summer. Mackie Opticians
0: can give you the summer look with a two-for-one offer on all our specs. Just buy one pair from our £85 collection and get another absolutely free. Then upgrade that second pair to
1: polarised and really enjoy the sun. Get stylish prescription sunglasses from Mackie Opticians this summer. Just call into any of our 13 branches. Mackie Opticians will see you right. Escape to the great outdoors with amazing deals on touring caravans from Downshire Camping. Our demonstrator sale on 2019 Caravans includes Eldis, Explore and Buccaneer with two, four and six berths available. Prices now reduced on our last remaining caravans. Luxury at an affordable price, but for a limited time only. Call into our all new showroom in Waringstown, Armagh or visit DownshireCaravans.com. Downshire Camping and Caravans, your one stop shop to the great
0: outdoors. paris i'm georgie porter and i'm keith jack we're performing alongside an astonishing
1: cast on the 2019 fame uk tour the biggest and most definitive
0: tour of fame
1: ever we're coming to belfast from the 19th of august for one week only
0: grab your leotards and sweatbands and book your tickets now at goh.co.uk fame will live
1: forever this is the U one hundred and five phone in. Kevin Gamble is one of the principal organisers of Fillion Fobel, the West Belfast Festival. Uh, Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Kevin, I'm looking at a text here from a gentleman called Nigel, and does he possibly sum this up very well? You you probably won't agree, but people listening to the program might. He says it's a festival to be proud of. It's groundbreaking. It's superb, but it's ruined by one night, the hit fest that is the Wolf Tones.
0: Well, I mean, I think I would agree with the, the first part of his, his sentiment there, Frank. Um, I'll be no surprise to hear me saying that. I mean, Stela and for the last 30 years um, has been a beacon of progress for the city of Belfast. Um, if you look back to 1988 and the reason that Stela was first formed and the, the distance that it has travelled um, and the development in Belfast and with the new community of West Belfast in those 30 years, I think, you know, Belfast is in a much better place and Stela has grown and adapted, as has the community, uh, along with the pace and progress that's that we have experienced and what we have now got, um, in the heart of belfast is ireland's biggest community arts festival um a showcase of, of community of arts for a love of culture for music for sport for language uh and, and a real showcase of the community spirit and endeavors uh of west belfast and belfast and beyond and it's very much a festival that i'm very proud and i know the community and west belfast and the majority of belfast are proud uh to call their own um, and in terms of and um, the last part of his, his sentiment there, Frank, um, in terms of Ikea fest, I mean, I totally dispute that. Um, the Wolf Tones are one of the most popular bands um, to ever play in Ireland. Um, they played to the sold-out audiences all across this island, across the UK, across the United States, and indeed throughout the whole world. And even this year, and I know last year was quite similar, immediately after playing Thiela. And for whatever reason, um, and I think most of your listeners will probably understand the reason i know nelson mcauson was on previously a, a regular contributor at uh, the radio shows at the time leading up to Fela, um which he uses to to attack our festival a festival which he has contributed to and participated in over the last number of years um, but if you just look at the the, the tones um frank i mean they, they go to the flat on the heron immediately after Fela, the biggest traditional music festival in the world um where they have a number of performances they then head on to the london Erie center they play festivals in Noply, the Millennium uh, Forum Theatre in Derry, um, in Killarney, Farney's Country Music Festival in Manhattan. And as I said, right across the world on a year-round basis, year after year, and they've been playing Phila uh, regularly. Uh, and, and they're very popular, Taylor, as, as I'm sure you know, over the last eight to ten years. And particularly at Pains, when other bands particularly didn't come in uh, to Belfast because of the troubles and so on, the Woodstones always came in uh, and supported our festival. And we're very proud to partner with them uh, on that and all of our other partners that, 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 that help support um, that concert. I think people have to understand, if, I mean, it will not be everyone's cup of tea. The arts aren't everyone's cup of tea. Everyone won't agree with everything that happens at Um But Fela provides a platform for a multiple of different views, Frank. Um, I know, again, you, you'll probably know this yourself. I mean, we have representatives of Unionist and Loyalist communities at our festival every year being provided a platform to talk about various issues. And we don't in any way censor anybody to come to, uh, to the Fela. And I think, you know, over the last number of years, we have had a number of events where, you know, it hasn't been everybody's cup of tea. Um, But I think that's the role in the platform, of feel, to provide um, the opportunity for different people to come in, talk about different viewpoints around the world, have that viewpoint listened to and respected, uh, and engage with audiences uh, and members of the public uh, in terms of that. So FIILA has very much always provided that platform to challenge other communities, but also for other people to come in uh, and challenge ourselves. And we're very proud of the role that FIILA has played over the last 30 years.
1: It is a hugely successful festival. There is no question about that at all. But going back to the wolf tones, and I played a clip, The Rifles of the IRA, to Nelson McCausland a little earlier in the programme, and I was making the argument that that's a song about 1916, and it's not a song about... Today, However, the other song that he made reference to was Go Home, You British Soldiers, Go Home. Now, if you listen to that song, that this song could be sung by dissidents. This song, this song is absolutely preaching the, the dissident mantra. I'm going to play a clip of it again for editorial reasons for people who may not be aware of what people will be singing along to in Falls Park. This is a short clip of Go Home, You British Soldiers, Go Home. We're not Saxons, we're not English, we're not Brits. We're Irish and we are proud of it. So stick your union, Jack, we want our country back. We want to see old Ireland free once more. So go on home, British soldiers, go on
2: home.
1: Have you got no bloody homes of your own? For 800 years we fought you without fear. And
2: we'll fight you for eight hundred more.
1: And that is the very line, Kevin. There, we'll fight you for eight hundred more. That's exactly what the new IRA say.
0: Well, Frank, to be honest I me, mean, I think that Nelson's clutching at straws there. Um, the tran uh, fuel his argument. <coughs> Um, I mean, the, the, the clip you played there, um, I don't even think that was the Wolf Tones singing there. In fact, it would nearly be 100% sure that it wasn't the Wolf Tones. Yeah, just, on, um,
1: just on that, Kevin Kevin, is, yeah. Kevin, Kevin, just on that, it is absolutely the Wolf Tones in a studio recording, not in a live setting.
0: Okay, okay fair enough. Um, I, I take that point and stand corrected. Um, but, Frank, I think, again, if, if you think about um, the arts and music in general and the role of festivals um, and things like that, I mean, it's not our role and in no way would we ever set out to censor anybody i mean when nelson comes to our festival and he was there last year contributing on a panel we don't go to nelson beforehand and say nelson what are you going to say today um here's the point that we want you to say here's the things we don't want you to say we provide that platform an opportunity for him to get his point across and i think before all events and organizers um and particularly festivals, probably frank um and i'm not just talking about our own here um but anyone organizing events i mean I think there's a there's a sense of tolerance and respect there, um, and we're asking people to also respect and tolerate people's differences. There's there's nothing wrong with people being different. There's nothing wrong with people not liking certain elements of our festival. But what we do do is we set out to try and provide as many um, events and programs and activities. Um, for all communities to come to. Yes, but but um, and but I
1: and I, I and I accept that, Kevin. I accept that Pete you will draw in people to many of the long list of events that you have from various sections of the community and they're hugely successful. I'm not in any way questioning that. It's tried and tested and it, it has worked. Yet in all, ten thousand people will be there singing singing that song. And you've questioned me about whether it's the Wolf Tone singing it or not, and I totally understand why you're asking me that question, because we also listen to them live and we couldn't feature the live version of it where they yeah. sing they sing it in a more upbeat way and they sing they use foul language in relation to the union flag where they say you can f your union jack is one of the the things that everyone sings along with uh, using the full F word and they then go on to to sing we'll fight you for for 800 more if we have 10,000 people singing to people who are British we'll fight you for 800 more that doesn't sound like like, peace process supporting events that this is supposed to, like, this is supposed to be?
0: Well, Frank, again, I think, I mean, um, and I, I can understand what you're saying, but, I mean, Phil over the last 30 years has been very much uh, a massive supporter and contributor to, to peace here in Ireland. Um, and I think it's fair enough to say, as have um, the word phone to me, they are pro-peace. Um, we have all music band. Um They support the peace process. They talk and, and during a lot of their concerts between their songs about supporting peace and encouraging everybody at the concert to support peace uh, and progress and prosperity in Ireland. Um, and I think if you came along this year, you would hear the same sentiment from the wu on stage in front of 10,000 people. Um, one of the biggest ever-selling concerts is Philo, Frank. They're a hugely popular band, that they said, at started start of the right across this island and across the world. Yet, for whatever reasons, and again, I'll repeat the same thing I said, I think people understand the reasons, um, that the late Nelson McCausland can go on to attack Sela. Um, it seems that their playlist seems to become an issue just when they come to Fail in trouble. Um, and I know last year there was a number of issues um, reported widely in the media um, around flags that were displayed uh, at the festival. And again, we have a very simple policy, Frank. We don't condone um, the, the defacement of any flags. And once that issue was brought to our attention last year, we immediately removed those flags. Um, and then the, the chanting that went along with the Celtic Symphony, again, I think people have to take a wee step back and understand um, what's behind the Celtic Symphony. That was a song that was done to celebrate the centenary of Celtic Football Club. And when the Wolf to put that song together, they were talking about graffiti that was written on the walls in places like the Falls Road or in Derry or, or in other parts of Ireland um, in terms of graffiti on the walls um, and then what, what, what was chanted after that. So I think people need to take a deep breath and a step back um, and look at the festival in its widest context um, as opposed to. At, at you know the same time every year, attacking one day of the festival, one event of over 400 events across 40 different venues, right across the whole city, um, taking in a multitude of opinions and, and, and providing platforms to you know, a a number of different people will come and speak, be they from an ethnic minority community, from a Republican nationalist community, from a unionist loyalist community.
1: Yes, but surely you understand the reason why your critics come forward when the Wolf Tones are playing Féle and Fóbel as opposed to the Wolf Tones playing any other festival is that this is publicly funded. The ratepayers of Belfast, including some victims of the IRA, would be funding this for you.
0: And again, um, as we've said over the last number of years, um, the Woodstones concert is not funded in any way by any of the public funding that we receive. Um, I mean, our our accounts are open and transparent. Um, We operate a very transparent organisation, and and that's for all of our funders and the way to public to see um, if you log on and look at our accounts. None of the money that is spent on sale in in terms of the Woodstones concert is used by public money. Um, And I know Nelson was saying earlier about looking into how the money is spent. I mean, nothing can go in and ask any of our funders, and, and in fact, I know he has done this in the past, in terms of what still spends the money on. There's a very simple process that all organisations in receipt of public money have to follow in terms of receipts and invoices and accounting for, for your public expenditure. Um, and it's very clear to see what they spends their money on in terms of the public funding that we receive.
1: Just one final question to you, because this is relevant eh, with regards to the countdown to failure and Fobel. We have talked non-stop from 9 o'clock about one act, the Wolf Tones, yep. and you made reference to other events. And I am fully supportive of the idea that this is a festival which is hugely, hugely successful. Uh, just for, for a moment, just tell me some of the other headline acts you, you, you also have.
0: Well, we have a number of fantastic events, Frank. We have Phil Coulter playing in the wonderful surroundings of Clonard uh, Monastery again this year. We have a comedy night with Jago Cain and Tim McGarry um, in the Damage, we're 75 talks in the bits um, in what is now Ireland's largest summer school taking place in four different venues including St Mary's College and the Colter Lamb. Um, we have about 10 or 12 uh, theatre and drama productions this year. We have a massive visual arts exhibition taking place again in three different venues right across the city. There's events happening in East Belfast, on the Shankill Road, on the Gladers, on the Black Taxis um, and, in, and in bars and clubs and restaurants right across the whole city. And again, Frank, I think it's important for me just to emphasize all of those events are very inclusive. We welcome all people to come to any of the Fela events. And, I, um, and, and I'm sure and I'm certain that people will, will get that sense of welcome in the Ked, Mila Falcha the Fela, and the people of West Belpas push appreciate on a yearly basis the local national and international visitors as part of our festival. And that is why the, the, the festival has been so successful. And I think it's also important, Frank, to point out, I mean, one of our major successes last year, from the first time since 1971, there was no bonfires, in um, and West and North Belfast, as a direct result and a direct consequence of the initiatives that Fail and Fubble took. We put on a massive free dance night with international DJs from right across the world coming into the heart of West Belfast. We have people queuing up outside our office two weeks ago from the Schenkel Road, from the Newton Ards Road, from as far away as Newry and Lisburn to get tickets to this free event. Um, and if anything, shows the power of Fail in terms of how it can impact positively in the local community. Um, I would invite anyone to come and see that event and the transformative impact that it has on what uh, traditionally would have been quite a volatile time in national social public communities when bonfires were lit and the associated um, antisocial behaviour that goes along with that. Last year we eradicated that behaviour. This year we're on track again um, to use Football and Fubble, um, the platform of a community festival, um, to invite people to come uh, and spend their time and energy. An activism in, in an event of that scale,
1: and you mentioned antisocial behaviour there, Kevin. It was in the news yesterday. Divis Hoods were saying that they wanted free tickets for events, or they were going to disrupt it. Is that just a, a load of loudmouths who are trying to make themselves heard? And
0: I think that's a wee bit of tongue in cheek there. I mean, I, I'm aware of the Facebook post, um, and I think it's you know it's it's more of a, a, a comedic sort of post. Um, I mean, all the tickets for that event are free. They they are directed specifically in the areas where um, bonfires are potentially being collected for at the present time or where there's been uh, issues or past um, criminal and antisocial behaviour in, in communities. We we have a network of, of community groups and youth clubs, etc., who work on the ground in those areas that we work with on a year-round basis. This just doesn't happen in the lead-up uh, to August. This happens on a year-round basis where we engage with these young people um, and encourage them away from... Anti social and particularly unwanted bonfires in nationalist and republican
1: areas. Okay, Uh, Kevin, I do appreciate you coming on. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you. Thank you. No problem at all. Thank you. That's Kevin Gamble, one of the main organizers of the hugely Successful Failure and Fobel. Um your opinions are very welcome on it. O two eight nine oh Treble three one oh five. Having listened to Nelson McCausin, having listened to Kevin, do you understand the setting, the background, the presence of the Wolf Tones or not? Uh, do let us know. O two eight nine oh Treble three one oh five. O two eight nine oh Treble three